Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Kimberly Minor podcast, Your Best You. I am uh, Kimberly Minor, and I have a very special guest with me today, a good friend of mine, Nicole uh, Caldwell, and thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we have a lot of things that we're going to cover today that I think you will find uh, very insightful, which is exactly what it is that we're talking about, is that is that uh, intuitiveness, and how does intuitiveness help somebody get what is blocking them, and how do you move forward when you feel like you have things that are blocking you in your life? Um, these are things that Nicole has spent a lot of time learning about herself and uh, then figuring out how she can help others in the process through her journey of helping herself. And she helps many, many people um, try to pick up and, and move forward and, and have a much uh, happier, healthier existence. So we're so happy to have you here today. And uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, you know, kind of a little bit about you, uh, where, what, what's that journey look like? How have you gotten to the point that you are right now? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So... Like she said, I'm Nicole Caldwell, and I'm an intuitive life coach and intuitive healer for women leaders and entrepreneurs, and I support you with clearing the energetic blocks to what's keeping you from that next level of success. So you can really see more flow, ease, and impact in your business and in your life. And for me, it started, you know, the biggest, the catalyst really was when I found out my mom had cancer. You know, man, many of you know somebody who has had cancer, um, and that really impacted me because my mom was my best friend, and we were super close. And so when she, when we found out she had cancer, I was just learning about these other natural, holistic modalities, other options to heal ourselves, not necessarily going the traditional route. And... That was something that, at that time, I didn't know it was my intuition leading me, but it was something that I felt called to explore more. And, you know, with my mom, you know, everyone has their own journey, and so I couldn't make that decision for her. And so she began on her path of chemotherapy and radiation, and for a year, I watched my mom go through that, and she was no longer herself. It was really hard for me to to see how much of a toll it took on her but also it inspired me to learn how to heal myself how could I do something different how could I learn to tune into my body so I didn't have to experience the same thing and there was one day that I remember I was at at the time at my partner's house and I just all of a sudden started thinking about my mom. I knew I needed to go home and just check on her. I didn't have any logical reason why. I just knew I needed to go. And so I did. And that was the day I, I found her on the floor that she wasn't able to get up and she was struggling. And I was so glad that I followed that inner nudge because that would be one of the last times I was able to really connect with her before she passed. She passed a week later. And that really was the catalyst for me to trust that inner knowing, those nudges that we so often ignore. It could be as simple as 
oh, I should take an umbrella with me, but then you don't take it with you, and then you go outside, and then it's pouring rain, you know? Or it can be something as life-changing, as life-affecting as you could be saving somebody's life. And so that really inspired me to learn about how our emotions really affect us and how they can cause disease in our body and cause these energetic blocks to keeping us from moving forward in life and keeping us stuck in the same cycles. And so through that, I birthed my business to really support others in healing themselves and learning how to trust themselves and their intuition and take action so they can have more miracles, opportunities, ease and flow in their life. Absolutely. I, I can tell you that uh, that's something that has taken me a long time to learn is that and, and um, that I did have that intuitiveness within me. You have that gut instinct where your gut just, have, have you, you just have that feeling of that your stomach's kind of in knots and, you know, and for everybody it's different of what yeah, they feel. For sure. But for myself, I kind of get this like overwhelming feeling in my stomach. Mm. It, it's kind of like this knot feeling. And it always tells me like something's going to happen. Mm. And normally stating is that normally if I have that feeling, normally something negative is going to be happening. Like there's something that I should be addressing. There's mm. something, you know, like you're like with your mom and stuff, you know, it's like something like I, I, I think I should call somebody or I think I, I, you know, something with business is just not, and in, in my past business career and stuff, nine times out of 10, um, there was something that needed to be addressed that, that had gone awry. And so, um, you know, I would tend to follow, and it took a long time. It's because we just kind of don't, we, we ignore it, and we just kind of go, well, we're not feeling right. You know, and it, it's not actually not feeling right. It's that you're, there's actually something that you need to take action on. And so, um, and, and I've learned that women have have a tendency to be much more intuitive. And I don't know if it's that motherly instinct that is that we are so blessed to have within us um, mm -hmm. that gives us that more of that feeling or what have you. But um, I, I, I think it is amazing that you, you know, help others find that, that what that feels like inside to get to find to learn what your body is what your what is your body telling you if you just give your body an opportunity your body will tell you what it needs yes 100 percent. it's so true all the messages are there within but a lot of people have just gotten extremely comfortable with ignoring it and because maybe as a child you were told eat more, keep eating all your food because they're starving children in Africa or all of these things that those small things were tuning out your intuition yeah. to where you were no longer listening to it. So now as an adult, it's like peeling back those layers of what's really mine and what's not so you can identify within your body like what is a yes, what is a no, and what is really my intuition and what's fear, what's ego. Yeah. So, you know, if we if we were talking about what what is the what you know, some people are like, well, what is it? What does intuition mean? What, so, what are you trying to tell me? So, what is it? That, what's the message we're trying to convey to people of what in, what intuition is? Yeah. So, 
Intuition is that inner, your inner guidance system is how I describe it. That your gut feeling, your instinct, your knowing. It's just like maybe when you were, as a child, you're taking tests. They would say, trust your first answer. And then you put that down. Or sometimes you would overanalyze and start questioning things. And then you get caught up in your head. And then it's like, well, what answer is it? And that's where you're back in your mind and you're out of your heart. That's what I like to say. Like, get out of your head and get back into your heart. And your intuition is really it's there to support you and guide you and intuition though it's not logical that's the thing i think people are looking for is it needs to make sense i need to have a step-by-step plan and it's not that at all if that's what you're looking for it's not that and that's why it can be confusing as well and especially if you're asking people like well what do you think this means because a lot of a lot of societies conditioned to like seek outside of themselves for clarity on what this is and it's not to say don't reach out for support but only you know within really what's best for you and your intuition is not going to necessarily make sense to anyone else because the message is for you and so it's like a breadcrumb like following the breadcrumbs following the trail to the thing to the manifestation to maybe it's a speaking opportunity maybe it's more clients maybe it's something else more money like whatever it is for you but it's learning to follow those breadcrumbs and to take action it's a practice it gets stronger the more that you use it but if you haven't been listening to it if you've been ignoring it it's just like a muscle there's going to be apathy like you're or atrophy (laughs) like you're not it's not going to be as strong but the more that you use it the more that you practice it you're going to learn the signs and how it works for you so then you're going to feel more confident and comfortable trusting it is it always easy is it always like okay i know oh 100 sure like this is going to work out like no but that's it's that's part of life it's that trust it's coming back into faith and just trusting the process absolutely and I, I think that goes into, too, is that, you know, what you were uh, speaking about to me is that uh, does everyone have it? And I think you just touched on that, is that we all have, we all do have that. Yes. Is that we all are um, born within our own skin, and and we make up every ounce of us. And, um, you know, there's, you know, have you... Kind of like when you're sick or something, you you can tell when you're not feeling well. You know, you start to know what it means that if you've had, you know, lots of sinus issues or sinus problems. I you know, so I suffer from a lot of sinus. Excuse me, a lot of uh, sinus infections, and I always know that sign. Like I know what that feels like. That's that is a form of being intuitive to my body. Is that I know what those signs are I know what that what that what that path is going to lead to based on how I'm feeling at different moments of how that is progressing and so you know being in tune to that allows me to have the opportunity to take care of myself before Mm -hmm. I can be proactive in my health and making trying to make sure that it doesn't go into that full-blown yes. you know, infection where I'm down for the count. <laughs> so, right. uh, you know, this, those are things that, that we actually are born with. We don't need somebody to tell us. I don't need somebody to tell me, you know, you have a sinus infection. I'm 
pretty much, if I'm going to the doctors and, and I'm going there because of that, I already know. Okay. <laughs> like, I absolutely know what it is already um, because I know what my body is sending to me, the signs they're sending to me. And that's just to, that's, that's a very basic sample. Right. You know, there's so many levels that you help people with that, um, that they actually know so much more of what's going on in their life than they actually really realize. 100%. And that's it. Like, my mom, for example, like, it turning into cancer, it didn't just start as cancer. There were signs along the way that were, for her, it was there was a lot of reflux going on, and they... And she was working so much. She wasn't really taking the time to to rest, to recharge herself. It was go, 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 overgiving, overgiving, right? As women, a lot of times, like, we're overgiving, <laughs> giving to everybody else before ourselves to when then we're, we're then laid up or then it's turned into something to cancer, right? And so your intuition can help you nip it in the bud before it turns into something bigger to learn the little whispers right because we're receiving whispers all the time of what it is that we need to do and then if we're not listening to it it gets louder it turns into maybe a scream or a shout like and then sometimes it's like all right it knocks you on your butt that you need to really that's the only way that then you're listening because you're forced to listen at that time but it doesn't have to get to that point Absolutely. I, I think that uh, to your point that you're making is that, uh, you know, if we want to take it a step further in, um, in our personal lives, that doesn't have to do with our health, which, you know, when we're just talking about sicknesses and then tuneness to there. But I think to your point is that, you know, there's things that we're doing in our lives that whether we are working way too much. You know, we go, 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 go. You know, I a great example is be is the last five days I've been extremely busy. I've had things going nonstop, going, 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 which they were amazing things. I was so happy to be part of yeah. every single one of them. Um, but, you know, yesterday evening I had someone say, you know, would you like to go and, and, and do this? And I said, no. <laughs> yeah. No. I knew. I felt what I needed and what I needed was I needed that time to decompress I needed that time to just sit and if that meant doing nothing but blanking myself out watching uh, you know a show on the TV that just kind of you know had no relevance that was what I needed to do so that my brain could unwind and it is a process too, is that we are so used to go, 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 and having that feeling of like, oh, like I gotta go, 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 that when we put ourselves in a situation of decompressing, sometimes it's almost uncomfortable because we don't know what to do and then we feel like, oh, we should be doing something. And the worst thing that we can do for ourselves is to find something to do. Like I, I, I had been going for five days in a row, and I felt that sense of like, oh, like maybe, maybe there I should be doing something. I can think of things that I ignored because during this time I, I was doing all this. I, I couldn't focus on this, mm. and I had to force myself to say nope mm. and actually just 
be okay and it took a little bit of time yeah you know it's a it, it, it's a process it's a learned process that and sometimes you just have to force yourself you just have to say nope yeah. and just keep telling yourself nope just like you would tell your kid no you can't do that and you have to tell them over and over and over again nope nope right. nope nope you have to do that to yourself too you have to say nope you can't do it nope you're not going to go do that because your brain is so in tune you have tra you've trained it so well that you have to then counsel yourself and say nope now you're Nope, you're going to sit here and do this. Nope, you're not going to go do the laundry. Nope, you're not going to go do the dishes. Nope, you're not going to go do work here. But you're, and, and, and you'll get through that, but your brain will think of something else to, mm -hmm. to actually try to get you up to do something. And if you go up and do that one thing, what are you going to do afterwards? You're not going to go and sit back down. Right. You're going to go and do other things. And so I think that that's a great example. Um, I think of, you know, absolutely, you know, some of the things that you, uh, you're touching on here today is that, uh, you know, we can be our own worst enemy. It's like both. We can, we are our savior, right? We are the ones that can help ourselves, yes. but we can also be our biggest obstacle. And to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, like, no is a complete sentence. A lot of times, <laughs> like, yes. as women, we feel like, you feel like you have to, it, give an explanation yes. as to why and you don't like no is a complete sentence it's okay to say no and i love that can i borrow that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you definitely can because it really is and that's something that was coming up for me over these last few days like yesterday i led an event with over 100 people and it was a healing event so it's like you know there's a lot of energy yes. exchange going on right and i'm going to have a massage i have another meeting today but i'm gonna have a massage in between because I know how important it is for that self-care yes. right and it's it doesn't have to be a massage for you but what can you do to yes. recharge yourself that where you're not giving to others and you're just allowing yourself to fill your cup up an example I like to use I can just use this for an example is a cup of water a bottle of water if this is full so if your plate is full and you're continually trying to bring things in, there's no space to fill up anymore. It's just yes. going to overflow. Yes. But by you taking the time to relax, to decompress, to breathe, breathe, <laughs> you're allowing space, you're creating space for you to receive more, to fill your cup up and to replenish for what it is that you do want to create in your life. Because if you're wanting to grow your business, have more clients, have more success in your life, who you are now isn't the person that you're going to be to receive that. And it requires you letting go, releasing and clearing some of those other things so you can receive what's to come. Absolutely. I think that's that was a great way to, uh, to show exactly how that happens. I had someone tell me too once is that you think of a, a balloon with helium in it mm. and you don't have it rubber band closed yeah. and you just open it a little bit every time you do something mm. and then you know there's another a, a great analogy is that all of a sudden there's there's no more air in the balloon mm. so yes. you think of that as the oxygen in your body is that every time you are doing something you're expending the oxygen, all the energy out of your body and stuff, mm -hmm. and 
you're that you're that balloon with the helium in it and you keep doing it and doing it and doing it and then all of a sudden there's 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 no more helium you're mm -hmm. out of helium so what do you do now right. and that's and and it has shown over and over and over again is that when you uh, find where you can no longer go forward um, your body will let you know and it will let you know you will wind up you you can probably if you take the time to track you will find that you can see that you have wound up sick mm. whether it be the flu whether it be respiratory uh, the the intensity of a stick you get will normally reflect of how worn out your body is <laughs> Yeah, because it's, it's your body's way of needing to replenish itself, and when you are taken down that way, it, it forces your body, and and we then feel like we can legitimize it. Mm -hmm. We can say, oh well, yeah, we absolutely. I took all this downtime. I was in bed. I was sleeping. I was taking naps. I was just kind of laying around. I was watching some TV, or I read a book, or I was listening to some music, and that seems okay because we're sick. Right. We have to have a reason that needs to be severe mm -hmm. in order for it to be okay to take care of ourselves. Right. Like, that is the only time. You can, I spent a lot of time of when I've been spending time working on me is that I can look at a timeline and look mm -hmm. at what's gone on in my life and almost document every single time I've been sick. Yeah. It's so true. It's like we're, yeah, I know for me in the past too, that's how it showed up. And I know for a lot of you as well, it's like you don't feel like you have the permission to rest. You don't have the permission to take time for yourself, that there needs to be some quote unquote legitimate reason for you to have that time for yourself, especially if you're a mom. I know moms struggle yes. with that because I have yes. a four-year-old at home. And you don't. That's the thing. Like, you deserve to take that time whenever you need it. And it's so important for you to do that, to allow you to be the best version of yourself, to be the best mom, to be the best business owner, to be the best spouse, to be the best in what it is that you're doing that self-care, that downtime is just as important, if not more important than what it is that you're actually doing because it allows you to get into a space, I like to call it alignment, to be able to take action to where you're not just shooting darts at things, right? Like, oh, oh I'm just going to shoot a bunch of darts and hopes this sticks. Like yes. intuition really brings you back to taking that aligned action to where that one dart leads to like 10 bullseyes as opposed to you having to have thrown like 20 different darts at the board. And it's just so important to take that time for yourself. I truly believe there's an author, Louise Hay. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with her, but she has a book called You Can Heal Your Life. And it talks about the emotions um, or about any sickness or discomfort that we have in our body that it's tied to an emotion and it's so amazing to see like if we're having you know if we have cancer if we have a cold if we have aches and pains in our body there's some emotion something emotional specifically that we're holding on to that's ca causing that energetic 
um, blockage or that stagnant energy. And once we're able to give ourselves that permission or, you know, working with someone like myself, like an energy healer, to really help pinpoint what that is, you can move that energy and your body can heal itself because that's literally what our bodies are designed to do is to heal themselves. And so using that your awareness, using your intuition to tune into these discomforts within your body because just because it's common doesn't mean that it's normal, right? You can take it to that next level and take it that level of inquiry to see what your body is asking you for. And you can just ask your body like, what is it that you need from me? And just trust what comes to mind because it's it's something, it is a simple practice, but a lot of times we just overcomplicate it or we don't take the time to do it because we're just so used to doing the opposite of it. So it feels uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah, I. it, it goes so in line with a lot of the uh, clients that I work with is, with is uh, um, learning how to zero in. Mm-hmm. You know, and and setting some goals. Yeah. And and one of the biggest things that that I teach is that uh, they say is that um, you need to have four awarenesses, mm. and that is on um, time, task, reflective, and self awareness. Mm. And one of the biggest things is I think that kind of goes with what you were just saying is that um, that you get so overwhelmed and stuff and. In, when you're creating tasks, you should have no more than three to five tasks that you are to get done in a day. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is is that um, when you are doing tasks, is that when you check it off, you don't fill in what it is now that you have something checked off. <laughs> and the purpose behind it is, is that it gives you a sense of completion. It allows you mm-hmm. to understand yeah. what it means to actually complete something. So it gives you a sense of... I can get things done. Yeah. I can, I do know how to prioritize things. Um, it gives you a sense of that of success, what success looks like. Many people say that I never feel successful. Well, they don't feel successful because they set themselves up for failure every day. Their lists are so long that they can't ever get to it. And then what, mm-hmm. what do we normally do? We take what we don't finish and we put it onto the next day. Well, one of the things is, is that if you, if, out of those three to five things that if you don't get the and something done, you don't put it on to the next day. Mm. You put it on the list so that when you go to set your task for the next week, you then put it on. And what it allows you to begin to, to understand is that what are the real priorities in your life? Mm. And when you set things up where you don't have so many things in a day is that how many times do you experience the unknowns every day that come up in our right. lives? <laughs> if, you know, if your day is so compiled with things that you have to get done already, then how do you have time for things that come up that there are things that come up that wind up being urgent that you do have to address? Right. Um, there are things that come up that you have to learn that people will give you the inference that it's urgent. But then you need to be able to transcribe it for yourself mm. and understand whether or not how urgent that is. And chan- normally, nine times out of ten, normally it's not that urgent. Right. Um, and even if maybe it's urgent for them, maybe it's not as urgent for you. And, ne- and understanding the fact that 
that just because something's urgent for something else, it doesn't always mean that it has to be an urgent issue for you. And then that self-care also is taking care of yourself is saying mm. is that, you know what, I would love nothing more than to be able to help you out, but I just don't have time right now, you know, but, you know, um, you know, thank you for thinking of me and that, you know, maybe next time I might be able to, with more notice, might be able to, you know, be able to fit that into my schedule. So when you do that and start doing that on a regular basis, you start then creating an environment that is a more of a healthier environment for yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and when you, success leads to motivation. Mm. And when you have motivation, your chances of achieving the things you're looking to achieve are much greater yeah. because it gives you the motivation which you're looking for. 100%. But that can all happen when you learn to be intuitive to what you're talking about is that learning what is it that your gut's telling you. Right. So these two kind of work hand in hand for to sure. together. 100%. Learning both of those things. 100% because it's like combining, you know, the practical or the strategy with the intuition. I feel like that's the most powerful, right? Because we we live in this reality, like a physical body. So there are things we do have to do <laughs> yes. here in life and take action. It's just, it's like an in, a way to enhance what it is that you already have to do anyways, or not even have to. I like to change that, what you get to do yes. and having a new perspective on that. And I liked what you were sharing because it sounds like essentially it's like you're changing what your definition of success is. If you're yes. not feeling successful, like, what it, changing your definition of what success is so you can feel and be successful in whatever it is that's showing up in your environment. And I loved what you um, touched on with it's bound like boundaries, right? Maintaining these boundaries because there's a lot of you that aren't having the boundaries that you know you need to have, right? Because maybe they're uncomfortable conversations or you've just been doing it so long, maybe you don't know what healthy boundaries are, it was never modeled to you, but you can feel like when you're having to respond to do something, uh, some, a saying that I heard a while ago, I, when I used to work in corporate America, it was, you know, lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. Yes. And it's, it's so true because a lot of people will be up in arms of, I have to get this done and you have to be in this, chaotic energy with me and it's like well no wait is that a priority for me is that something that I do need to be feeling like I need to get it done now and like you were saying most of the time it's not and it's really checking in with ourselves and coming back to that no no is a complete sentence and creating these boundaries with ourselves these healthy boundaries for ourselves I think you you touched on an excellent point that I I want to to touch on yeah. when you were talking about living in corporate America when they say that necessarily you know your issues is not their issues I think it works in the reverse too yeah and I think it's really so our society is so caught up in what it is that the company needs from us is that we lose sight that somehow that we have absolutely no value anymore but our value is only based on what it is that the company feels our value is Mm. It is that yeah. is that is how our society tends to function is that we don't we no longer have an idea of what we feel our 
what we represent, what we are a value of ourselves. We have yeah. no idea. We have given it up 100% to the person who's, who obviously gives us our, our paycheck. And that needs to change. 100%. It needs to change 100% because here's the thing is that that company hired you because they felt that there was a value you had that they needed in order for their company to be successful in that particular area. You cannot lose your value of who you are within that company. Yes. You need to be able to say that, you know what, if a, a boss comes on and says, I need you to do this, and there's already things that you need to do, is that one, you need to be able to speak with your you, that that supervisor and say, "This sounds like an amazing opportunity. I see how this needs to be done and stuff. Um, these are the things that I have going on. Do you see? Do you believe that this will be able to fit into what I need to get done, or do you think the things that I'm working on here are things that can be put aside so that this can be worked on, or?" Is there a way that we can delegate this? Right. And then you can delegate it to other people. You have to not lose your value. Yes. Because that is one way, too, is that if you keep taking on everything, one, if there's a way that you want, if you want to, it's a company that you like being at and you want to stay at and you want to find a way to move up the ladder in that company, that is an excellent way by keeping your value and working in that fashion that you show them leadership qualities. Yes. Is that you know how to under, to that there's a problem at the point mm -hmm. that has come up in all these things that are going on. You are able to bring it up. You're able to discuss it. You're able to uh, delegate it right. so that those are all leadership qualities. Yes. You are without even realizing it, you are not only taking care of yourself, but you are also showing all of the qualities that you have that you can also bring to the table and progress along in that company and continue to move in the direction that you'd like to move should you choose at that particular company. 100%. I totally agree because I feel like a lot of times we, like if you're in a, in a job and you're you have a paycheck tied to this, you feel like you can't speak up. Yes. You feel like your opinion or your voice doesn't matter. And it's it does matter. That's the thing. And you deserve to be heard. You deserve to be able to feel comfortable to speak your truth. And if you're in a place where you're not feeling that, maybe it's time to look for something else that your opinion is valued. Because there is somewhere out there yes. that will value you for all of you not just for the work that you can produce but for your feedback for all of who you are and I it feel like for me what I've seen with just past clients a lot of people that are transferring out of corporate America or have gotten laid off a lot of times they didn't feel that in their job they felt they had to just put their head down and just do the thing and just pound the paper right pound the pavement whatever that term is and um, they didn't feel like their voice was being heard they didn't feel like they could speak up and so I invite all of you that are watching like if you're feeling that and you're not able to speak up where else in your life are you not feeling like you can speak up and then where can you begin speaking up in your life maybe it's like 
okay, well, it feels really scary right now. That feels like a really big leap. That feels like a 10 to tell my boss exactly what, I, what I'm feeling. Right. We'll start somewhere else in your life that maybe feels a little bit more comfortable and not so much risk and start practice, practicing that because the more you get comfortable speaking up and speaking your truth and sharing what you're feeling, you're going to feel more comfortable and confident to do that in other areas yes. of your life. Am I saying it's like 100% of the time there's going to be zero fear? I'm not saying no. that at all. No. Um, that's how you know you're onto something when, and it's growth. Because that's how we grow, is growing in the uncomfortable. And it's really learning and practicing that when we're in that discomfort, learning to be comfortable in the discomfort, so to speak. <laughs> and, and I think with what you're saying, too, is that if there's things that you need to address, writing it down yeah. and bringing it in and, and or sending an email saying, you know, I'd like to set a time to, to go over these things and list those things that you would like to go over so that they have an idea of what it is that you want to, di to discuss with them um, and maybe give a little bit of, uh, you know, a couple little sentences of, you know, a little feedback on what it, on those particular items that you want to, to talk about so they, <coughs> excuse me, so they're not caught off guard and so that they can have a little preparation themselves. Yeah, definitely. You know, they, they, they here's the biggest thing is that People who are would be your supervisor, um, they're people too. Yes. They put their pants on the same way you do every single day. They they get up in the morning, they get dressed, they get cleaned up, they get in the car, they come to work, and then they go home. And here's the thing: they have a family, they or they may have a family. They have issues going on in their life too. Yeah, and so. They're just as human as you are, and sometimes I think that that's um, some of the walls that we build. Yeah, is that, and again, it goes back to listening to your what that intuitiveness about yourself, and and intuitiveness and value go hand in hand. Is that we tend to not listen to ourselves because we don't value ourselves. One hundred percent, and you know sometimes we. We try, we're trying to make things work that we know are no longer a fit for us, right? Like staying at a job longer than you want to be there because you don't feel like you're going to be able to find something else that is going to pay the same or the benefits, you know? I get that because I, I was laid off. I remember it was a Sunday. I was at a taco festival. <laughs> and I've been at my corporate job traveling the like the country, running residencies for doctoral students. It was a really sweet gig. But I just knew in my heart that it was no longer what I wanted to do. But because I had invested so much time at this company, I had stock options, retirement, all of these things, I was thinking, I didn't want to just walk away. Yes. And so I thought on a Sunday, man, it would be really great if I got paid to leave. Well, two days later, I got laid off. So I literally got paid to leave. I got a severance package. And this is the thing, like, we're that powerful. And so you can have what you want. It's like allowing yourself to go there, allowing yourself to dream again if maybe you're feeling like, oh, I don't, I just have to stay here. Dream. What would you? What would your ideal dr job look like? Or maybe it's you're wanting to step out into your own business. What would that look like for you? And if you're not even sure... How would it feel? Tune back into what do you want to feel in your day-to-day -day life and write that down and begin doing more of those things that evoke those emotions for you because the more you start feeling happy, fulfilled, valued, 
and you're doing actions that feel that way, you're going to attract opportunities and experiences to keep magnifying those feelings. And so it's really getting clear with what you want, allowing yourself to go there so you can create it in your life. Absolutely. I think that you you absolutely um, are so correct in what, what it is you're saying is that um, you have to... In, in, it starts with learning to understand what your body is telling you. Mm-hmm. Your body is telling you something, and every single one of us has that feeling, whether it has to do with our job, whether it has to do with a relationship. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, there is no, in my mind at least, um, to me, it does not shock me that. Most women, by the time they leave a relationship, have left that relationship a long time ago. Mm. But imagine what it could be for a woman in their sense of empowerment for themselves if they actually left that relationship when they first were thinking of it versus pondering on it for all this time before they actually left it. What a, a sense of empowerment that would be of following that intuitiveness and stuff and that's a huge, huge thing is that, um, you know, learning to follow what your body's telling you, you know, your, your life can go in the direction it needs to go into in a much quicker fashion. Um, that, you know, and sometimes, you know, we say, well, there was lessons we needed to obviously learn right. and that's why we stay longer. And I think that there's value to that. Right. Um, I, I will give that. But there are things that we wind up enduring that our body has told us, is trying to tell us that is going to happen. Yeah. And wants us to prevent it from happening. And so we can actually shortcome some of the things or some of the repeat. Yeah. We can learn some of the biggest lessons in being more intuitive to us by of have you had that feeling before? <laughs> right. <laughs> Does that feeling have a certain like oh like this you know let's give it a name you know like you know I've <laughs> I have felt this heartfelt feeling before of that pit in my stomach. Right. You know yeah. every time I, you know like. Why does this seem so familiar? You mm-hmm. know, like, you know, Charlie's back around, like, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to call right. it, like, you know, give it, like, if you need to, but it, it's something that when you give it a name and you're like, oh, there's that Charlie's back, then you know that that means that I'm not, I'm not work like, that's that sign that I, oh, like, I know what that, what happened the last time I had that feeling and it's a way to get you to start making uh, arrangements or actions or whatever the circumstances is to prevent that same thing from happening moving forward yeah definitely because the signs are there it's just you know sometimes we ignore them and but they don't go away that's the thing they really don't go away and something I 
Because I know it can feel scary, right, if you're wanting to leave a job or a relationship. And sometimes it's like, well, it doesn't feel like it's right now. And the thing is, it's like nobody's saying you have to make the decision right now. Sometimes what helps me and something that I share with clients is asking for a sign. Because sometimes we do get caught up in our ego or fear, the drama of things, and we think we're supposed to do something, but that's not really our intuition talking, is pause. You don't have to make any rash decisions and ask for a sign, like whatever your belief system is, if it's you pray to God or it's the universe or spirit, whatever, but ask for a sign maybe and pay attention. Be present enough to receive the sign because prayer, you know, we're, you're always asking, help me with this universe, help me with that. But in order to receive the guidance and the answers, you have to be still. You have to be present. And if you're go, go, going all the time, right, overstretching, overgiving, you're not going to receive that clarity. And so taking just even five minutes of either silence, some relaxing music, going on a walk, um, meditation, working out, but just something where your brain can just be more present to receive the information and setting that intention for you to receive clarity on it on what it is and allow that to come to you so you can have that validation i mean it is your life right like you don't have to do anything you get to do it it's your choice and that's the amazing thing about being a human is we have free will here and you get to decide in your own timeline but you don't have to suffer through your life like that's not why we came here we came here, we did come here to experience joy, pleasure, peace, fulfillment. And sometimes, like, we, it takes us going through suffering experiences and rock bottom for us to learn. But I assure you, it doesn't have to always be like that. It really doesn't. <laughs> but the, the biggest thing is, uh, especially as, as you move on in life, is that we've, you know, I, I, I look back in for instance, like in my 20s and stuff, there's things that you are experiencing all for the first time, and you're trying to figure it out, and so, um, you know, you're not as well-versed on things that maybe you necessarily wish you would have been right. after you've learned it and stuff, and so I think that there's there's a sense of um, giving yourself some graciousness in, yes. in during that time and stuff, because... It's, it is new, and you are just trying to figure it out. And it's like, I haven't been down this road before, and what does all this mean? And and being given opportunities that um, you make split decisions to say, yep, I'm going to go do that, because that seems like that would be the right thing to do. Um, and then you learn something from it. But then as you start to get into your 30s, and you've, you've kind of been that and you start like things are starting to kind of have a little bit of clarity to it and then you move forward and stuff is that then that's what you, when you need to you know I think what you're talking about is that when you're starting to feel something take a time out you know say you know what I need to think about that let me let me take a minute or let me take a day or two to reflect on that so that you can think that whole process through and you can do that in your job. You can do that in, um, you know, with friends. You can do it in a relationship. And you can do it, quite honestly, you can do it with your children, too. And I think it's a yeah. great thing to do with your children because I think it gives a great opportunity to teach your kids that, 
of learning how to, when somebody asks you something, that taking a moment to stop and thinking about it um, before giving an answer. And what a great uh, uh, present gift that you're giving your children, the ability to learn how to follow their own their own intuitiveness of what it is that, it, that their body's telling them. Uh, what a step ahead they'll be once they you know get into college and they get out and they're getting the first job or if they're going to trade school, whatever it is they're doing is right. that it gives them a leg up versus a lot of others is that uh, learning how to follow what what their whole being is telling them and maybe there is some mistakes that they'll avoid <laughs> that mm-hmm. some of us or you as a parent has made because you didn't follow what your instinct was. You you just kind of went with it and didn't think about it. Uh, you know, like both you and I have said, it took us a while to learn what those signs were in our bodies and stuff. And um, that's something that actually can be learned as a child to learn of what, what that is because we're born with that. 100%. You know, babies do it. They... They can't communicate, so they they sense what they need. They tell you, right? Mm-hmm. They cry every time they need something, whether they need change, whether they want attention, whether they are tired, whether they're hungry. Those are all intuitive things that come to them, and they tell us every single day, all day long, what it is their needs are and what needs to be met. So it's not a learned behavior. It's an instinctual behavior. Yes. And having my daughter, I mean, I feel like has opened my intuition more, strengthened it, but also has made me just want to be the best version of myself. And like you were saying, really help her avoid some of the mistakes and the, some of the hard lessons I've had to learn. Not to say that I can, you know, protect her from everything. She has her own path, but what tools can I instill? What tools can I provide for her now? where she stays connected to her intuition because we are all born intuitive. We're all born connected. It's just things happen along the way that maybe disconnect us, that it's not as strong. But think, just asking your child, like, well, how does that feel to you? What do you feel about that? Instead of just assuming really puts them back into the leadership role of their own body, of their own will, because even though we may feel like we know what's best, right? They do know what's best for them on some level, right? Of course, there's like this maturity level and things like that, but they know what they want and trusting that. And that can be uncomfortable as a parent because you're like, no, you should want this. Like, (laughs) what's going on? No, this, this is what's best for you. Do this, do that. But really allowing them to lead their own lives in a way that's developmentally appropriate so they can have some autonomy over their life and instill that and keep them connected to that. So then as they grow older, they're connected. They know what they want. They're not having to go find themselves again. They know who they already are. What a great opportunity to have to allow them to have a feeling of what they feel they need and to have an opportunity to come and have a conversation with you as a parent. Leaving that door open to sit down, have them say, you know, I'd like to sit down with you. It doesn't matter what age they are. I mean, you just make it age appropriate of how that conversation goes. I mean, the younger they are, then obviously as a parent, there's more decision you have in it. Right. But to give them some sense of 
feeling of being heard of what they're feeling. You know, somebody says something, well, how does that make you feel? You know, somebody, your daughter, you know, is four years old. She knows how she feels. Yep. She's either happy, <laughs> sad, angry, frustrated. You know, how does that make you feel? That's a sense of allowing them to own their feeling. They get to understand what that feeling is. Yeah. It's when we block it off and say, I don't care how you feel, that they mm. start to ignore what their body's telling them. Yeah. Because they're told they have to learn, they have to, their feeling and their value is based on what the outside is telling them. And then that's where it mm. continues to progress. And then we get into these things as adults where we all of a sudden feel like everything that everybody else is telling us is what we're supposed to be feeling. Yeah. 100%. All the time. I mean, that's... I, companies spend billions of dollars on commercials telling us what it is we're supposed to be feeling. Yes. And we give into it all the time. Right. It's so true. Like, it's so true. And that's something that I've had personal experience with myself where my parents had the best intentions, right? Yes. They're only coming from what they know and their past experience to where I feel like I've had to go on that journey, the soul's journey to like reconnect to who am I? What are Nicole's wants and needs? Not what my parents <laughs> projected upon me. Right. What do I truly yes. want? And sometimes that is uncomfortable because it's like, maybe that goes against what your family would want or there feels like there's some vow that you've taken to perpetuate as you know a certain stigma or cycle yes. and so it's learning to reconnect to that and then giving yourself permission to honor yourself despite what anybody else oh, thinks yes. and really because people are going to judge you no matter what you do whether you're doing you, the things you think you should do or the things that really make you happy there, people are always going to be judging you. So you might as well do what makes you happy and live your best life because that's going to inspire people and give them the permission to live their best life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with all this insight, how is it that people can get in touch with you? Yeah, definitely. I'm on social media, Nicole Caldwell, the spelling here, N-I-C-H-O-L-L-E, Caldwell, 888 you can find me on Instagram or just Nicole Caldwell's Facebook, or you can email me, NicoleCaldwell888 at gmail.com. And all this information will be provided Perfect. when, when uh, it's downloaded, so you should be able to find all the information on Nicole. So, uh, you know, we are so happy that we had you here today. I mean, this is one of these conversations that could go on for, for hours <laughs> because it can just keep going into something else and something else and something else. But I do hope that we have at least given you enough kind of uh, cookies mm -hmm. that you'll be wanting to create, you know, a whole dessert for yourself and want to look at what is it that is going on in your life? What is it that you're not listening to? What is it that I need to be making differences that are going on in the relationships that are in my life because everything in life is a relationship everything we do in life is a relationship mm -hmm. and so we have a connection to everything on a inter body level 
and we need to follow what our body is telling us of how we need to approach each one of those situations. And it doesn't mean that you have to go through this whole analytical thing every single time that you're doing something. I think we all maybe know a little bit of a difference, but when there's things that are happening that have to do with how your day's being affected, then it's important that you really need to listen to what your body's telling you if, if that is the right decision for yourself. And give yourself some kudos it knows what you need. So trust within yourself. You have that, you are a powerful person and you have enough value to be able to say, like Nicole said, I love it, is that no is a complete sentence and you can use it. So with that, uh, I hope that you have a wonderful day and that you will join us again. And uh, you know, this podcast is possible through uh, you know, people like yourselves that allow me to continue to bring guests here and on the patron page that is listed below, please go to it and subscribe and it will continue to allow us to bring guests like Nicole on that will help bring some great guidance and some uh, great thoughts that are thought provoking to that you're like, oh, like this is, this is what I need to be doing or, oh, I think I need to be, you know, working on that or making this change. So, Whatever it is that we can help you do to empower yourself to make the changes that you need to make that are going to work for you versus what somebody tells you to do. And with that, as I always say, is that their goals and then they're your goals. Imagine what you could accomplish if you just get out of your own way. And with that, I will bid you a goodbye, and I look forward to seeing you all again. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you.